0: Dateline, July 3rd, 2011.
1: Well, good day, folks and welcome to Australia Desk 100. Cue the fanfare! Woohoo! Hey, I'm excited, man. Quick, play all the fancy music. Yay, episode 100! No, no, no. no. Stop, stop, stop. Cut it, cut it, cut it. What? Why? Why? Well, we can't afford it.
0: Oh, what do you mean? We had it all set up. You know, the whole band, the Dancing girl. Well, I was enjoying the Dancing Girls.
1: Yeah, so we can't afford it, Grant, because I've invested heavily in Tiger Airways and, well, they've been granted. My shares are worthless. I'm ruined. Oh. Dude, I told you, don't buy the company so you could sack the complaints department. Yes, well, contrary to popular opinion, the grounding of Tiger Airways has nothing to do with me.
0: Yeah, right. Well, uh, look, it's certainly annoying a whole lot of people. In fact, I think we've got some words to play now, haven't we? Yep, this from Channel 10 News.
1: Not going anywhere and not happy about it. It's not good enough. Refund is not good enough. I completely understand and I'm sorry, but obviously there's nothing that I can really do. Despite text message warnings to some, hundreds of passengers still came to the terminal. If we don't get another flight, it'll be... No. It'll be war. It's
0: so boring. I really want to go to Queensland now.
1: Those looking for alternative flights can't cash in their Tiger tickets just yet. Due to you know,
0: obviously the ash cloud and the refunds that are on hold, there is a backlog of refunds that's taking about four weeks for that to be processed.
1: The Civil Aviation Safety Authority made the decision to ground the airline late last night. One plane even turned around mid-flight with an ominous warning from the captain.
0: It said that it was a safety issue and... More or less better to be safe than sorry was his explanation.
1: If safety concerns aren't enough, the PR disaster could be Tiger's nail in the coffin. It's just a huge inconvenience for us not to be notified. It's just terrible. But some remain philosophical. You only get for what you pay for. Well, there we go. And I do feel sorry for those uh, passengers, Grant, but I think that gentleman at the end summed it up and it's uh, like you said the whole time, isn't it? Well, you get what you pay for. And, uh, you know, I wish those people luck getting refunds. What did she say? Four weeks. Well, you know, I'm still waiting for my customer service response from November 2008, Grant.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think you're going to have much chance of getting it. This is possibly going to be the... uh Final nail that kills Tiger. This hasn't happened from CASA for a very long time. Back just before 9 11, CASA grounded the 767 fleet that uh, Ansett Airlines were flying. They had lots of other aircraft though, but uh, all their uh, 767s were deemed to be uh, unairworthy. They hadn't uh, completed enough of the paperwork and some of the inspections, so they were grounded. But this is the first time an entire jet airline has been grounded. So, uh, pretty major stuff. It has put a bit of wind up the other airlines, I can uh, I can pretty much assure that, because in the past, CAS has just sent out notices saying, hey, we've got our eye on you and we could ground you, but now they've actually gone and done it. There's a long string of issues that has led to this. Uh, Tiger have busted minimum airspace on approach three times, once in the Gold Coast, which is pretty scary because there's a few big hills around there, uh, once on approach into Melbourne, and just the other day that was the final straw on the camel's back was uh doing a um, an aborted land and then coming back around to land again at Avalon. They busted minimums there. And uh, there's also been the case where they had aileron flutter in their A320 and they chose not to report it to the ATSB despite it being a reportable incident. There's been a few cases like this and the CAS have just said, nah, that's it, we're grounding you. Of course, this is happening just at the start of the Victorian school holidays, so it's pretty interesting timing if you want to take the cynical view of, well, that's got to be good for Qantas, Jetstar, Virgin, and any other entrenched interest.
1: Of course, we reported uh, a few weeks ago that uh, Tiger Airways pilots uh, joined, in fact, Jetstar pilots in complaining to a uh, government senate uh, inquiry uh, regarding uh, airline standards, and actually they were complaining about uh, fatigue issues. Now, you know, it may well be that uh, fatigue has played quite a role here. In fact, really, Grant, to be honest, not is known at this stage about a lot of these incidents and it'll take a while for it to come out but uh, there were reports on the uh, on the radio here this morning that the pilot was coming into Avalon with the wind uh, behind him rather than coming into the wind which to me would sound odd considering uh, Avalon's a controlled aerodrome but uh, he decided to abort that approach did a go around and then uh, came back around and landed without the wind uh, Without permission or something like well, that. It just doesn't make any sense was, to me at all.
0: Well, what was happening was it was outside the normal hours of operation of the tower. Here in Australia, we don't have to have a manned tower for uh, the operation of commercial airliners. Well, in this case, uh, Avalon Tower was closed. They were coming in from the from the north and decided to do a tailwind landing. It is possible they didn't realise the strength of the tailwind due to updates on the uh, auto weather service. And uh, they were at 800 feet over the threshold and decided, no, that was no good. And they went around while they were coming back round to land into the wind that was when they busted the minimas so not uncommon for an airliner to land with a tailwind if it's not too strong but it's possible that there was more tailwind than they were expecting but either way the botched minimas is not helping the case
1: well anyway I mean it's uh, we can sit here and uh, speculate till the cows come home but we don't really know and it'll take a while for these issues to be fleshed out in the meantime I got to say as much as I don't like uh, the way Tiger Airways operates I do feel sorry for their staff I mean you know they're all uh, they're all regular people just trying to make a living and uh, you know I really hope that you know uh, they find a positive resolution here now uh, interestingly the uh, chief executive uh, Tony Davis has said well um, he's going to fight Casa here he doesn't think, seem to think that there's any grounds for uh, you know putting all their aircraft out of the air and uh, he's gonna going to fight it well uh, my tip here is that uh, Tony Davis will be looking for a new job before too much longer
0: oh I think so as, as has been said the correct response of any CEO when Casa does this to you is well, well look we're taking it on board and we're reviewing the situation with Casa and uh, we hope to be back in the air shortly not oh, Casa are dumb and this is all stupid and wrong and we're going to fight it that's kind of the wrong attitude and even if you do have a bone to pick with Casa at this stage your livelihood is gone but they were already under a um, show cause situation they were already um, under the watchful eye of CASA, and their aoc while still being allowed to be used had restrictions on it that prevented them using their latest a320 they weren't allowed to grow any more aircraft they actually sent one back because they weren't allowed to use it so it's gone back to tiger main operations in asia but yeah look everything's adding up here to tiger could be in a heck of a lot of trouble and we'll know more in the next few days but
1: ouch Yes, mate, it certainly looks like uh, CASA is, uh, well, flexing its claws there a bit, doesn't it?
0: Oh, yes, double ouch. But, mate, I've got to say, CASA and the ATSB were both under a bit of uh, scrutiny, shall we say, a bit of copping a bit of flack from the uh, recent Senate inquiry into pilot training and airline safety here in Australia. And they were being accused of not really doing what they were supposed to do, more sort of bowing to the needs of the airlines, things like that was being implied. So I'm just wondering, is this a new look CASA that's realised that they've got to? you know, come out swinging. Or is this going to be a once-off thing, and uh, it's going to be able to say, "Hey, look, we did this to Tiger. See, we're we're up against everything. We're going to do what's required for safety." And and once the uh, politicians and the public are distracted, they might go back to normal.
1: Who knows? Well, I did notice their uh, their spokesman Peter Gibson out there in the uh, the media uh, in various outlets this morning uh, plugging that line. In fact, safety safety is our primary concern. And although he did make the point that uh, it wasn't an easy decision for them, and I imagine that's true. And uh, he did say that their aim is not to keep them grounded; is it's, it's uh, simply to get them to a point where they can allow them to fly again so um, let's just hope that happens sooner rather than later at least you know for the sake of the people that work there if, uh, if not the traveling public at large
0: well it's also kind of interesting that they do it the night of the start of the victorian school holidays right when there's lots of people especially down the bottom budget end of the market doing a lot of traveling
1: yep well they won't be doing any traveling uh, grant unfortunately for them but uh well we will be play the fanfare Yes, that's right, dear listeners. This is the reason why we haven't been able to uh, act on our grand plans of doing a fancy Ausdesk 100. Uh, Grant, we've been uh, actually had this in the pipeline for quite some time, but, uh, well, we're coming to Oshkosh. We can finally announce it.
0: That's right, mate. As uh, those of you who are following our Facebook and or podcast feeds would know, uh, we've received sponsorship and we're now able to come across to Oshkosh 2011. Yay.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. So we've been actually working in the background on this for quite some time, but we didn't want to make it public until we knew that it was definitely happening. Our great sponsors, uh, who we'll uh, take the opportunity to mention here, which is uh, JetRide.com.au and, uh, of course, Pracy Racing. It's Mark Pracy and his son who are going to be racing an L39 jet at, actually at the Reno Air Races this year. Uh, they've uh, seen fit to uh, come on board and uh, and get us tickets to get across there. So we are just, uh, we're just blown away by their generosity, aren't we, Grant? It's really exciting That's times great. for us.
0: Mate, it's absolutely awesome. We're really ecstatic we're so looking forward to coming over uh we're still working on a couple of other groups to arrange a little bit more sponsorship so we can actually you know afford to eat and have a tent and all those important things but it's all coming together and it's it's great we're we're wrapped we're so looking forward to being there and meeting up with a lot of the folks we know from the online world and uh, watching as our heads explode as we try to absorb all the aviation that is Oshkosh.
1: Yeah, so this is the reason we haven't been able to uh, get our uh, really uh, fancy themed AusDesk 100 out. Uh, we, we've just been really, really busy getting this organised. It's taken a lot of uh, lot of logistical moves to get this to, to come together <laughs> in a relatively short space of time, not the least of which was uh, getting our uh, media uh, accreditation and getting our media visas from the US government so we had to get all that organised and uh, happy to say that that's all, uh, that's all Happen for us and we're, we're really happy so uh, we will do another themed oz desk very very soon we've got a couple of uh, really cool scripts that we're uh, we're working on here and we're, we're going to try and involve as many of uh, many of the airplane geeks as possible including that guy that was begging us last week you know uh, how indignant grant
0: i know i know but mate well you know he did beg nicely so i guess we'd better do it
1: absolutely well there's not much else left to say except to our american listeners we hope you're enjoying your fourth of july weekend we'll be back next week with another Os desk but until then i'm steve visher and i'm grant mccarran cheers folks Better start packing, mate.
0: Oh, yeah, mate. Start. I've done the third version.